Let's get into the word this morning. I'm excited to share with you. I hope you'll um, I'll hope you'll take some notes and I hope you'll share this. And especially on Wednesday night, we get to cover this sort of in detail. My title today is Unmovable God, which is the title of our series. But my special title underneath that is I am not shaken. I am not shaken. I am not shaken. Write that down. I am not shaken. Say it with me. I am You'll find out in a minute why we're putting an emphasis on I am. I am not shaking, shaken in immovable God. We're going to start in uh, Exodus 3 and 10. In Exodus 3 and 10, we see the calling of Moses where God, God is done with watching and seeing the oppression of his people in Egypt. And he is ready to bring them out. And now he's preparing a person to go into Egypt and stand in his stead in front of Pharaoh. So he chooses Moses. This is what it says. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, what is his question? Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, that's God said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you, that when you have brought the children, when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, okay, I understand, I understand who you are. We have a history with you. The God of our fathers has sent me to you. And then they're going to say, Okay, that's wonderful. The God of our fathers has sent you to us, but we have a question. What is his name? What is his name? And what shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. <laughs> I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, watch this, say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you. I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said this to Moses. Pay attention, pay attention. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. And listen to this. This is my name forever. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. So let me pick this apart for you and me as I've been studying this in Unmovable God. God comes to get Moses, and Moses is having an issue with himself. Moses' question is not, can you deliver the people? He wants to know, who am I? Write that down. Sometimes right up front, let's deal with this. Sometimes right up front, when God is dealing with you about doing something big, seemingly impossible, your first question is not, can he do it? The first question is, can I do it? Who am I that you would send me? Who am I that you would put this idea in my head? Who am I that you would give me this challenge? Who am I that you would come and speak to me? Who am I that you would tell me to go to college? Who am I that you would tell to start a business? Who am I that you would tell to marry this person? Who am I Who am I that you keep giving me these dreams on the stage or a recipe that goes around the world or just something that's so huge? Who am I? That, who am I? That's always our question. 
at the end of this, you're going to figure out who you are. But we have to find ourselves from the beginning. We have to find our I am and who he is and not in ourselves. And especially when it's dark and gloomy days, when nothing is working and all is falling apart and nothing looks right, you've got to understand who you are. But we can't understand who we are unless we understand who he is. So, so his first question is, who am I that you would send me? Then he wants to know, what is your name? In, in the Hebrew, this, this word is, what is your character? Listen to me. I've told them, they know you. They know you're the God of Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, they, they know that. They know all that. They know what you brought them out of. They know the discovery of who you are. So I can tell you that, but they want to know what is your character. Since, since you want me to tell them they've been slaves for 400 years, and you sent me to bring them out, they want to know, can you carry this through? What's your character? Are you stable? Do you have enough to bring 2.5 million people out of slavery in Egypt and give them their own land? We understand you dealt with Abraham. We, we get it you were friends with Isaac. We get it that Jacob, you turned him around. But what we want to know is, can you handle almost 3 million of us and bring us out of this together? We have never known freedom. We have 10 generations born in Egypt. What happens in your life when God starts to talk to you now and you've never even experienced what he's talking to you about? You don't have an auntie, a grandma, a nene, or whatever you call them in your past to go to them and say, talk to me about when God did something great in our life. Well, child, 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 we've been serving God all our life. Well, that's wonderful, Grandpapa, but give me an instance where we saw, I mean, maybe I'm by myself, okay? I know Christians, we're not supposed to talk like this. We're not supposed to say, God, are you real? What's your character? But I ask him every time. Anytime God wants me to do something I know I can't do, I ask him. Now, are you going to give me victory here or are we playing? Are we playing or am I going to win? Because, you know, you don't live long when you keep losing. Eventually, you will give up. When you lose every day, every time, every idea falls apart, every relationship goes, it's like, you know what? Why don't I just sit over here and wait on Jesus? Because somebody told me he's coming sooner or later. Maybe the rapture will work for me, but this working for God doesn't. So he wants to know, what is your character? What's your name? He says, listen, I want to tell you, I want to tell you I don't have a name. But I'll tell you, tell them the I am is sending you. The all-existent one, the all-knowing one, the all-creative one. Tell them that the person who made everything is sending you. The entity who never was and never, never existed but just is. Who was never born and will never die. <laughs> Who's the beginning of everything you see and the end of everything you don't think can happen. Tell them that's the one that sent you. I am who I am, and that I have sent you. But that's not all he said. He said, he said these words, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, say this to them, this is my name forever. My name is not going to change. Contrary to popular belief, 
His name did not change when Jesus died on the cross. His character didn't change. Who he is didn't change. He didn't change when Facebook came on the scene. He's not technological. He's not a trend. He doesn't go away after time. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, even if I'm wigging out in my head. He doesn't move. He doesn't move in his character, who he is. Am I making sense? Then he says these words, and remember now, listen to me, please don't, don't miss this. He says, and my name is a memorial to you in all your generations. Memorial, memorial. Can I talk to you about memorial? You're listening this morning, and I feel you listening. He says, my name is a memorial to you. Let me, let me ask you something. Is there anybody in your life that was in your life, and now they're gone, and when you speak of them, something happens to you? Can you think of a person? When you think of that person and mention their name, what happens? You're going to say, I feel a certain way. Something happens in me. I, if I was down, I get joy or something like that. Listen to what, what I'm saying to you. When you mention that person's name, they show up. Okay. He says it's a memorial. When you have a memorial, everybody gets up here and starts talking. Most memorials is when people lie. But, uh, you know, he was just a great person. You know he was a snake in the grass. But uh, that's why I can't do certain funerals. I just can't do it because I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to do that for real. Okay, okay. But when I say memorial, I'm saying you're invoking me. You're invoking the spirit of the person back into your world. You are spirit, they are spirit. You're bringing them into your world, and because of that, you feel something. Something happens in your psyche, your head, your mind, even negative people. God is saying it's a memorial to you. So every time you say right now, every time you say I am, you're not talking about you. You're talking about me. I'm not making sense yet. Let me see if I can do this right. Every time I use the words I am, I am bringing God into my situation. I am memorializing him. So when I say I am and I get a bad vibe, it's because I don't see God right. And when I don't see God right and I'm saying I am, I am, when I don't see him right, then I permit myself to say, I am tired. I am sick. I am confused. We don't see God right. I can never say I am sick. I just can't say it. Because when I say I am, I invoke God on the scene. And whenever God shows up, even if I'm sick, I can't say it. He says it's a memorial to me. And he says this to all generations, which means I will not be guiltless if I don't understand him as I am. I will be held to my own words. Those words will become a part of me and who I am. Am I making sense at all? So his character is I am, all sufficient, all existence. He is my memorial. And now when I use the words I am, what follows the words I am is, okay, when I say I am, God shows up. Whatever I say next is what he has to do. 
Okay. I mean, that's, I don't know how to help you. If you can't, I mean, what? When I bring I am here and I say with my, my mouth, I am poor, God shows up and in my mouth and my confession, I'm saying I am poor. The God who shows up has to help me get poor. If I say, I am sick, God shows up in my I am, and then he has to help me become ill. It's a grammatical construct with two parts. I am, God shows up, what follows next is what I want. And he's an answer of prayers. So I never allow, I never, never, never allow myself to say it. If I say it, I rebuke myself. I know I'm schizophrenic in front of a lot of people. I say it and in front of them, I say, I didn't mean that at all. I repent. Am I making sense? Okay, so it's a memorial. Say with me, I won't be found guiltless. There's not going to be a separate court hearing for the words you allow to come out of your mouth. There is a general rule that you get what you I'm the pastor. I mean, I'm the apostle. So, I, I mean, when I'm standing here, I want you to be happy. I'm, I'm going to love you. I care about you a whole lot. But the bottom line is, you need to know the truth. <laughs> So now, so now watch this. Here, here is what he says. I want you to read this one in Exodus so you understand what I'm saying. Exodus 20 and 7. You, you've heard it before, but I, I, want him to, I want him to put it up in the Amplified Bible today. You ready? Are you sure? Let's read this together. You shall not use or repeat the name of the Lord your God in. Read it. That is lightly or fearlessly in false. Affirmations, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless. He ain't changing from this, y'all. Well, you know, God is full of grace. Listen, let me help you out. He's just a graceful God. He just forgives for everything. I'm telling you, he don't change on this. The universe was built to obey your words. And there are 7.5 billion of us on the planet. He's not going to change every millisecond on how we say things. The system is set. Gravity don't change for people. Okay. It's, it's the same. Gravity doesn't even change for the ignorant. Well, I didn't know about gravity. The ground is still going to call you to itself. You can pray on the way down, but unless... Unless God, God, God got something big for you to do, you're going to be a grease spot. And we're going to scrape you up and bless you and put the rest of you in the ground. Go back to that scripture. I want you to, I want you to get this. This is, this is important. Using God's name in vain, you can say blank, damn. You can say, you can say all those words and put I am in it. Okay, this is why you don't cuss. It ain't 
ain't because you're going to go to hell. That's, 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 not why, that's not why you don't cuss. Don't cuss, you're going to hell. No, don't cuss because you build hell on earth for you. When you say, God, damn, you're saying, God, please damn me. I am. Yes, I'm here. Please damn me. Okay, that's what you want. Let me get back to the scripture. Somebody, oh, Lord, he said. No, I didn't. <laughs> Put that scripture back up, please. You shall not, listen, you shall not repeat. I'm going to show you this in the New Testament in a minute. You shall not repeat the name I am of the Lord your God in vain. That is lightly. Oh, God, girl, what are you doing? No, 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 no. Don't be throwing I am around. Because every time you say I am, the universe is like out there. You say I am, the universe focuses right on you. So that the next things you say is what you're asking for. The medical students in the room understand that an atom looks like a cloud until you look at it under a microscope. As soon as you look at it, it forms into an eye and looks back at you. Y'all didn't know that. Okay. That until you take notice of it, it just lets you do what you're doing. But as soon as it knows you're looking, it looks back. It's waiting. It's waiting for you to give it an assignment. That's Genesis 1. That's in the Bible. <laughs> so your words give assignments. So you never say you hurt me. I am hurt. I am lost. I am confused. Okay, let me put it back up. I'm sorry, Tamika. Stick with me. Because in here it says what? False affirmations. Don't use my name. Don't say I am and give it something that's false. I'm going to talk to you about false and true in a minute. Don't give me something that's false. If you're going to give me something, give me truth. Am I making sense? So Jesus said in a few ways. Jesus said in a few ways. He's talking about I am. Quickly, quickly. He said, he, said in, he said in John 6, all in John, you can go through John and you can hear what Jesus is talking about. Jesus, they want to, okay, they want to know in Matthew 16, they want to know from Jesus, right? They want to know, so Jesus, Jesus wants to know from them. Who do men say I am? I am. Who do men say that I, the son of man, is? He's asking a question, but he's also telling them what they already know. I'm the son of man. I was born into this earth through men. So all of y'all know me as a man. I'm a son of man. So I'm, I'm asking you a question, but I'm answering it on one side too. I know I'm the son of man. But who do people say I am? Well, they say you're a prophet. Then he asks, who do you say? Okay, the difference in the phrases is this. He asks them about the people, and he says, who do they say the son of man is? But when he asks his disciples, he asks them, who do you say I am? And the phrase is the same Hebrew word in the Greek that's written where we just read in Exodus 3. 
Who do you say I am? They don't know. So Peter gets the revelation. Oh, you're the Christ, the Son of God. You're the coming king we've been waiting on. He says, blessed are you, son of Barjona, because you didn't know this. And on this rock, I'll build my church. I'm going to build my church on I am. The church is not built on you are. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. I know, I know it all day. I got millennials in my house. I got generation X's and Y's in my house. They talk to me all the time. And they tell me all the time, things are changing. We got to do things different. And I'm like, fine, what things you want to change? There are some things I let them change. Some things I don't let them move. It's a landmark. And if you move it, you're going to mess up your life. And if everybody, if, every, if everybody just believes that the church was built for you, built for you to be comfortable, built for you, it's too cold in that church. I'm going to go to a church that's warmer. It's not, a, it's not a you are church. It's an I am church. It's his church. Am I making sense? So Jesus, so Jesus, <laughs> Jesus says these words about himself. He says in John, walk with me quick, John 6.35, he says, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. What that means is I will never be hungry for anything if I'm in Jesus. I'll never be hungry for food, never be hungry for relationship, never be hunger, hungry for anything if I'm him. Because he is what? He is the bread of life. He's the bread where I get my life from. He said this in John 8, 12. He said, I am the light of the world. And he who follows me shall not walk in darkness. That means to me he's the light. He's the information. He's the knowledge of the world. I will always have the wisdom, the information for everything I'm ever getting ready to do. If I'm in Jesus, I am never in the dark. Am I making sense? He says in John 10, 9, he says, I am the door. Whoever comes in by me can go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is the only door into abundant life. And when I have him, I can get whatever I need. He said in John 10 and 11, y'all good? He said in John 10 and 11, I'm the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. I laid down my life for the sheep. <laughs> Hallelujah. What that means to me is I don't really have to be Worried about where I'm going all the time. What's getting ready to happen next? God, are you going to bring me through this? What does tomorrow look like? I'm in relationship with the good shepherd. He knows where I am. He knows exactly what I need. And he's going to bring me into it if I stay out of his way. Am I making sense at all? Good, I'm so glad. I'm so glad this is make, making sense to you. He says in, in John eleven twenty five. 25, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He showed up late for Lazarus. Lazarus was dead. But Jesus said, let me tell you the I am in me. I am the resurrection. I am. I'm not bringing it to you. I am it. Wherever I go, I'm resurrecting stuff. This is what that means to me. I don't know if y'all can hear me or not, but this is what it means to me. There ain't nothing dead in my life. I'm, listen, I mean, can I be vulnerable to you? There are just some times in your life when everything around you feels dead until it creeps into your own heart, into your own mind, and it's dead. You're dead inside. You're dead everywhere. You're numb. Nothing touches you. Nothing motivates or demotivates you. You don't have highs and lows anymore. You're just existing. But there is absolutely nothing that's dead in 
your life that God can't resurrect, that God can't give life to. There is nothing happening. Come on, say it with me. He is the resurrection. He can raise it from the dead, even if it stinks. And he hasn't changed since Lazarus' days. He's still raising things from the dead. He's still raising people from the dead. Am I making sense at all? He says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way to it. I'm the truth about it. And I'm the life in it. I'm a one-stop shop. I'm the way to it. I'm not it. But I'm the path to it. I'm the truth about it. Don't believe anyone else. And I'm the life in it. So when you have me, you have everything you need. I love Jesus. Y'all love Jesus? We love you, God. Okay, so he says, he says this. I like the guy myself. He says this in John 15, 5. I am the vine. It's one of my favorite. I am, come on, say it with me. I and what? Listen to what he says, folks. I want to see what your spirit hears. Read it out loud. He who abides in me and I in him bears. Why? For without me. I ain't worried about bearing. Listen, I never worry about bearing fruit. Not one day since I got saved. Not one day. Is this job going to be successful? I never pray that prayer. Is this project going to work? I, I mean, in the, in the sense of, is it going to work? I don't worry about it. I just don't. When it looks dead, I never worry. You know what I say? I'm just going to stay right here in you. I'm not moving out of this position with you. If I stay connected to the root, if I stay connected to the trunk, if I'm a branch, why am I worried about what the roots are doing? If I'm in God, why am I so concerned about the trunk? He says, I'm the trunk. You're a, vine. I mean, you're a branch off of me. You're going to get fruit because I'm in charge of the fruit. Fruit, don't, fruit doesn't start with branches. It starts with the relationship of the roots with the soil. But if I'm serving I am, who is the soil, who is the roots, who is the trunk, why am I worried about success? Say it with me. I am successful. I am successful all the time. I'm successful in everything I do. I am never not successful. The I am in me can do all things at all times. That's the first hour of my day every day. Martin, I am bad. I am bad. Michael ain't bad. I am bad. I am awesome. I am so smart. I am brilliant. I am living in a healthy body. I am rich. I am abundant. Even if I have nothing, I don't talk about what I don't have. I always talk about who I am. Let me, let me help you out. Let me help you out. I just got a few more minutes. But in my spirit, I feel like, I just feel like about a hundred of you need to hear that this morning. And if you would just let this into your own mind, into your own spirit. Tell your neighbor, you got to stop talking trash. You got to stop talking trash. You got to stop talking trash. You got to stop letting trash come out of your mouth. 
You got to get rid of some friends. I did. Okay. 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 I, I, just had to, I just had to get some people out of my life. Because people can be around you but don't see you as I am. Regardless of my skin color, I am. Regardless of my education, I am. Because regardless of whether I'm a man or a woman, I am. Regardless of where I come from, I And there are going to be some people who don't like your I am. They'll see it as arrogance. It ain't arrogance. It's just confidence just came in the room. about to give up on something that God called you to. God told you to do it. God showed it to you. He showed you taking laps in gold. He showed you in opulent relationships. He showed you writing big checks, and now you think it's too big. You never think about yourself when God comes to talk to you. He's never talking about you anyway. He's talking about the I am that's in you. Some of y'all, just for 10 seconds, lift your hands and just shout right there. Open your mouth. Just shout right there. Okay, let's, let's give it a point. I want you to shout the words, I am, on three. One, two, three. I am. Let, let me finish this up. Let me finish this up. Let me finish this up. Keep taking your notes. Let me bring this whole thing together for you. Revelation 1, 10 says these words. Oh, so good. John is in the spirit on the island of Patmos. They have poked out his eyes so he can't see physically. But when they took out his eyes, his spirit became king. Some of you, God, is tired of you looking at what is around you. And looking at the people who are around you. And looking at the circumstances that you're swimming in. And he wants you to be blind to it. He does not want you to be motivated by what hasn't happened, what didn't work out, what somebody said, what it looks like. I got people in my neighborhood, just give me a segue, people in my neighborhood when I'm up praying at 5 in the morning, they're jogging in snowstorms. They're running in the snow. They're running when lightning is out in the morning. They're set on go. They don't care what it looks like, feels like. They buy the gear to jog in the snow. While I'm sitting in my office going, I ain't going running out there. It's too cold. They don't care. Because they know the opportunities that are in front of them. Tell one person next to you, you know what? It's time for you to go get it. No matter how it feels. No matter what people think, no matter what you think yourself, the time just comes in your life where it's time to make a move. It's time to make a decision. Where are you going, Pastor Martin? Where are you going? We're transitioning. What's going to happen to AWC? It's going to be bigger and better than it ever was. The church is in the vine. It's in the vine. It's in, it's in the vine. It's not in my hands. It's in the vine. What am I going to do? Something bigger. 
something greater, something awesome, something impossible. Why? Because let the weak say. Let the ones who are confused say, I am completely wise. I am knowing where I am going. I love Kenya. In Kenya, they say, I am. He is having. I am. They say, I am. I am knowing. I am knowing where I'm going. I am knowing what I feel. I am knowing how much I'm going to be worth. I am knowing that I'm going to live long. I am knowing. Say it. I am knowing. I am knowing. Now, that doesn't mean I know. That means the I am knows. Because sometimes I'm just as lost as a goose in a hailstorm. But the I am is never lost. Is anybody here with me this morning? So watch this now. He says, uh, did I read this? I didn't. Yeah, Revelation 10, right? Revelation 1, 10. Listen to what he says. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a voice as the trumpet saying, what did it say? I am. I am. Alpha. This is Jesus talking now. He says, I am. Then he breaks it down for people who don't understand the Hebrew words and the Greek words. What does he say? I am. Somebody stand up. Hey, Brandon, stand up over there. Stand up over there, Brandon. And uh, 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 stand up over there, Boxdale. Boxdale, stand up. Hey, stand up. Stand up. Okay. This is the beginning. One day you're going to be that age, Brandon. So God says, I'm the beginning. And I'm the end. Ain't nothing in the middle going to take you out. I don't care what it is. I don't care who it is. I don't care what the circumstance is. I don't care what. I am Alpha and I am Omega. In the middle is going to be a lot of stuff. But I will, if I started something in you. If I told you to do anything, if I have a calling on your life, if I told you that you would experience something, that you would have something, that you would go somewhere, that you would help people, I gave it to you and I myself will finish it. In the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle is all the stuff you should ignore. Everything, until you get there, you ignore it. Until you get what God showed you, you ignore everything and everybody in the middle. Keep walking through bankruptcy. Keep walking through rape. Keep walking through almost committing suicide. Keep walking through your marriage falling apart. Keep walking through being fired. Keep walking. Just keep moving because he is Alpha and Omega. He will finish it. Your neighbor needs this right now. They may be sitting there like this, but they're jumping up inside. They're like, well, I'm from a Baptist church. We don't do this. We don't do this at church. This is my first time here. I don't want to act up. I'm just here because my girl is here. I'm here because my boy go to this church. But your neighbor needs your help right now. Just tell two neighbors. Give them a high five. Tell them, keep moving. Keep moving. He is I am. He is Omega. 
He is Alpha. Hold up now. I know it sounds like I'm done, but I'm not. Watch this. Sit down. Give me just a couple of minutes. Glory to God. Glory to God. So watch this now. I'm the first and the last. I am it. Don't worry about it. I am it. Then in John 14, this is the two principles that are going to give you a breakthrough in your life. John 14, 19. Let's read it together. A little while longer. And the world will see, see me no more. But you, watch him now. Watch him now. Watch him. Okay, we're reading fast. They're, they're, they can see me in the physical. But the time's coming when I'm leaving the physical. I won't be around in the physical. In the physical, I'm not going to be around. But you will see me. Why? Because I live. You will keep reading. Watch this. Keep reading. 21st. Read loud. At that day, you will know that I am. 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 Just take I am. Jesus is I am. And now he's saying the second part of the sentence is, so I am, the great I am is in me, and I'm in him. Watch yourself now. Watch yourself now, people who don't believe the Bible. And you are in me. So watch it now. I am is in the Father. But let me go backwards. I am here, and I am in you. And you are in me. And we are in the Father. Okay, so this is this messes you up. When I get a revelation of this, when I say I am, I'm not just invoking God. That's too much. I am literally invoking my best life. The I am of God, the I am of Jesus, and the I am of Martin. When all three of us show up, I mean, what's getting ready to happen here? If I don't get a contract, I know the next one is the best one. Okay? I know why. Because I am in him, he is in me, and we are in the great I am. I never show up alone. So now, I'm not just calling God. When I say I am, I'm not just calling him. I'm calling my life. I'm calling the best things he has for me. I'm calling the absolute greatness out of me. When I say I am, Martin shows up in spirit. My spirit is perfect. My soul and my body may have issues. But my spirit is perfect. And when the spirit of God, the spirit of the Holy Ghost, and the spirit of Martin get together, I can use the words I am because now I will not be held guiltless. I will have what I say. So there's just some stuff I don't say. 
Some stuff I won't say about my children. I'll let everybody say it. And I can handle it when they say it to me. But I'm not going to say it. Your son needs to be on this pill. Or we're going to put him in different classes. I got what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Well, repeat it back to us. I can't. We want to make sure you understand. I don't understand. I understand what you're saying, but I won't say it. He's the most brilliant person in the class. You just can't teach him. He was baptized in the Holy Ghost at three years old. The I am lives in him. He is not like your normal student in this class. What? And we ain't mad at you because you can't teach him. We're not mad at you, but we're not going to give him a pill. Because the pill will shut down his I am. Hey, 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 hey. Glory to God. We want him thinking. We want him exploring. We want him using his ideas. We want him, and if it messes up things, put him out. Put him in a chair outside the, in, the, in the hallway. We ain't got no problem. He can handle it. Put him out there. What he's doing, going to do out there, he's not going to plot against you. I bet you, teacher. He's going to be out there in the fourth grade going, Rabasada de Bozo de I mean, for real, though. Okay. Okay. So watch this now. What did I say? That first principle. That first principle is the I am lives in you. He's not out there, sweetheart. He's inside you. You're made in his image and his likeness. He's in you. Wherever you go, he's in you. Whatever subject you're studying, Callie, come on, Callie, come on, Callie, come on. Stay in the class. Stay in the class when it looks like it's over your head. Stay in med school. Stay in law school. Stay in that grade. Stay when, it, when you don't think you understand. Just soak it up. The I am will help you during the test. Daddy, it's hard. I know, baby. Just stay in the class. Stay in the class. Pray in the Holy Ghost when you don't understand. The I am lives inside of you. He's not outside of you. He is inside of you. So Colossians 1 and 27, my God, just two more here. Someone say, he's in me. Colossians 1 27 says, to them God will to make known what is the what? Riches of the glory of his there's a mystery there's something people don't know they don't understand and here's the mystery which is what the mystery is he's in you and it's his only hope for glory the only way God's going to be president of a country is if you're president the only way God would be Supreme Court Justice is if you are. The only way God starts a business is if you. God doesn't have babies. You have to do that. God doesn't get married. You got to do that. His hope for glory is hidden in you. So, 
Here's where I finish. I don't want to teach you how to lie. But I want to teach you the difference between facts and truth. The fact is, I'm not feeling well. The truth is, I'm completely healthy. The fact is, I'm struggling financially. But the truth is, I am rich. I am, the truth is, in my life there is depression. But the truth is, I am well, I live in a perfect mind. You're not lying when you look at a situation and call it something else. You're actually being I am. The fact is I'm not married yet, but the truth is I'm married in my mind. It's the truth. I am a millionaire. Well, that, that bugs me to hear you say that. I get it. I get it, it bugs you. So why don't you and I just not hang out for a minute? Well, I thought we were friends. I, I can't, you know, I... Can I say it like this? I won't say it myself, but my friend told me, he said, Martin, you and me can't be friends if you continue to be stupid. He told me. I said, well, I want to be your friend. So he says, you got to drop that then. I dropped it in an instant. Because I am a millionaire. I'm a multimillionaire. I write big checks. I don't tithe. I give 90%. I am very wealthy. I am very healthy. I am very wise. I am wisdom. I am knowledge. I am power. I am confident. I am whatever I am dreaming to be, I am. Because the I am lives in me. Joel, here's the last principle. Joel 310. Y'all okay? Joel 3.10. Joel 3.10. Read it. Beat your plowshares into swords. And your... And... The fact is, I'm weak. But it's not what I say. Let the weak say, I'm strong. It's not in here, but we say it all the time. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because the I am in you is never poor. He is never sick. And when I use his name in vain, I suffer the consequences of it. But when I use his name properly, I build my life. Jesus said, whoever says to this mountain, be thou removed, it'll move. Not he who looks at the mountain, or curses the mountain, but the one who uses his voice moves mountains. Your voice matters. 
Last scripture, Psalms 62, one. We'll finish. Truly my soul silently waits for God. From him comes my salvation. Next scripture. He only is my rock. And he is so I shall I won't be shaken I won't be shaken by anything nothing's going to run me out of the house nothing's going to run me out of the will of God I won't be shaken are you, are you brave enough to say these words I am never shaken nothing moves me Nothing shakes me up. I am never afraid. I am never concerned. The I am in me never worries. 